Yo, what's up? Hello, this is No One's Homies, episode 8. My name is Clau. My name is Mark. What's up, guys? We're back from the beach, so I'm apologizing in advance for the raspiness of my voice. <laughs> We've had some complaints about the quality of your voice. Not and the, the quality, just the volume. No, the consistency. Oh, some yeah. Some days you yeah, have a, yeah. it's fine. Some days it's a little <laughs> phlegmy, like now. I'm a shouter. And um, some days it's raspy. You got to watch out for that. Um, okay, my answer to that is... I'm already drinking a lot of warm water to try and take care of my voice. <laughs> and um, It doesn't... It's not the best that we can do. I know. Like, I, 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 I rap regularly and I sing semi-regularly. So sometimes... And I don't necessarily do the most professional vocal warm-ups. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and I don't really speak with control to the volume of my voice. So I'm sorry about that. But... You know, it was still a fun-ass time. <laughs> I know, it was worth it. It was worth okay. this uh, raspiness and tiredness. I'm, I'm super tired. We've been back for what? We got back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the day after, Monday and Tuesday, I really felt it like my body was tired. Same. Today, I'm feeling a bit better. Been able to like exercise and stuff like a normal day. Same. But, but it was a hard like you know wake-up call. <laughs> Anyway, um, what what? I was just taking <laughs> sorry, a story. Sorry, I'm yeah. taking a story, and it, I zoomed in very closely to Gabo's face. It was oh yeah, okay. Disclaimer: Gabo is here with us again. Oh yes, but he 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 has opted not to actively participate in the podcast. He might chime in with a few yeah, if he has comments and say, anything. Sure. But if it seems like we're talking to more than just each other, that's a <laughs> that's that's, that's probably why. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to get the show notes open here. Uh, I had other housekeeping stuff. What does it say? Are your notes open? Yeah, let me... Here. Here um, we are. So right now we're recording. It's Wednesday night. Holy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Holy Wednesday, everyone. Happy Holy Wednesday. Um, And bef- we're recording this before we head to our friend's birthday. Um, Jaime Delange, he oh. was our first guest. Yeah, friend of his, the show. It's his birthday today while we're recording. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, bro. And um, so we'll try, we're probably going to keep this a bit short. Yeah, we're going to try because uh, we don't want to head over there too late either. And um, what else? We're back from the beach. and Oh, here we are. Um, we're going to be on a break during Holy Week. We are Catholics. So our families do stuff from um, Holy Thursday, Maundy Thursday. Your family does that. Uh, or are you going out of town? We're going out of town, but like to pray, to pray. <laughs> right. We're going to it's our, a retreat. Yeah, we're going on our re- not like a retreat. <laughs> like we just go on our, to our rest house, and everyone just does their own thing, uh. and like in quiet. We we there's like an unspoken agreement that we're gonna be quiet those three days. I guess that's a good compromise because there are people who legitimately just go out of town for a vacation, which is fine. I mean, yeah, you not everyone want, is man. like a devout Catholic, mm-hmm. very strict, but. I've never had that experience, actually. My family is pretty traditional in that sense where we do the church activities starting, well, before when I, had, when I wasn't working, like Tuesday, they go visit the Iglesia and they do 14 churches. 14? Yeah. That's twice the amount you're supposed to do, right? Well, it's the, seven oh, is the minimum. Twice the people, graces. Yeah, twice people the grace, can just yeah. go hard. They go, they go around Laguna and yeah. it's just Religion a is easier. a point system. <laughs> what did you call those when you could buy them? Uh, <laughs> damn. The 
indulgences. Thanks, Kabot. <laughs> this is why he's here. Yeah. He's our young Jamie. And then Holy Wednesday, there's like a procession in Laguna, where my mom is from. So that's where they're probably at right where, now. Where in Laguna is your mom from? Um, Binyan. Oh, yeah. okay. That's why the the guy said he had an accent in yeah. pulling El Bimbo in one of our episodes. And I was like, what accent? My mom don't have an accent. Yep. They say different yeah. variations yeah. of like Tagalog words and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to have to take a lot of time throughout the week to do all those activities. Yeah, so... Uh, well, also, I mean, we're not expecting you either to be listening in on our podcast while you're out on your Holy Week adventures. So you'll probably catch this the week after. Probably. Hopefully, you give this a listen on the way to your trip or something because, I mean, you'll have it. But uh, we're saying this because maybe we'll have like one more episode before the Holy... I joke. Sorry. That's after already. Yeah. Sorry. Because Mark is leaving. That's what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah. I guess we should just announce it. Next week we'll <laughs> we're probably breaking, we're breaking up, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a joke. Wait, knock on wood. Okay. okay. Sometimes I get tired of your shit, though. I'm sure, but I mean, we endure. <laughs> I endure. It's we, my it's my Lent sacrifice. Forty days of having him in my life, dude. And more and more. It's ongoing sacrifice. My life sacrifices. I live with myself every day, so <laughs> 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 I'm kind of the winner here. <laughs> Uh, okay. But uh, when well, are you leaving, Mark? Yeah, so I'm going on vacation with my family. And that's like my extended family. We're gone from like April 26 to May 12, quite a while. That's going to be a while. Yeah. yeah. So next week, I'll still be here until Friday. We'll probably get one more in. Yep. And then while I'm gone, Cloud will figure it out. He yeah. might talk to him and the voices inside his head. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just have a podcast where I'm the only one speaking. Clown. Like my favorite type of thing. Clown his concussions. Yep. Uh, but, you know, more opportunities for me to try out other guest hosts and to uh, learn to be independent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, other housekeeping things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode when I shouted out the Mayfield Madness guys, but I'm not 100% sure. So I wanted to let anyone who's listening know. I featured on a track with Pasta Rhymes and RD3. That Those are uh, some of the rappers. Well, Pasta is, is... His own thing. Yeah, and he's he's like one of our good friends. And he's friendly with them. Mm-hmm. And Roy, I just met, RD3, I just met recently, but he's been a rapper. He's been rapping longer than I have. And uh, we did a track with them. It's called Revenge of the Kid on SoundCloud. You can find it on our account. You can find it on Scarly's account, which is Pastor Rhymes. So check that out. It's actually a really sick beat. Also, Out of His Mind features on it on the hook. It's really sick, man. Um, it was fun making it, and it's nice to see Scarly's technical abilities just be like growing, legitimately. Yep, I heard a bit of it um, when you were like previewing it. It's a good song. I haven't heard it since. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but yeah, I think that is. I think that's basically all we have for housekeeping. Uh, just a heads up. Also, Sab is on her way to the to my house, so she might arrive, and we might be talking to more than three people. So. Who knows? But I don't think she's actually going to be speaking because all she's going to do is bitch and moan about like <laughs> shit I did wrong in the beach. I get it, man. I fucked up. Okay. The backstory is we got a noise complaint after night one uh, that threatened that we may be Kicked thrown that. out of the house if uh, we didn't tone down for night two. 
and I donated significantly to the noise on night one from uh, jumping into the pool to sometimes when I'm out of town I just like to yell like literally just just go to a corner and just be like ah! and they specifically mentioned that someone just was like yelling <laughs> out into the open and you're yeah into a, like, yeah. like off the cliff you're just shouting into the open air yeah and the, yeah, yeah okay for more yeah. context the house is like um on the on the, basically it's beside a cliff right yeah. it just drops off like the edge of the house you can it overlooks like the what is it the o it's the sea or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. and you know cloud just likes to stand on the edge like um what is it titanic and he acts like he's the king of the world which he's not <laughs> which he's not and he found out the next day but it also just so happens that house is right beside over the cliff was the president of the association we were staying at. Yeah, the subdivision. So Again, I'm not proud <laughs> of my actions, but I also, I didn't know that was the vibe. I didn't know, like, because I've been to a couple of uh, places where um, it's and like, yo, uh, no noise after 12. Um, and then this place was no noise after 10. 10.30. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't know. I just thought, like, maybe if we reach 12, like, they won't really care. But also, I don't know if I necessarily stopped after 12. So, my bad, man. <laughs> you live and you learn. You live and you learn. And you'll just do it again. Yeah, but in places <laughs> where it's allowed. Uh, that's just... Yo, that's that's how I fucking blow off steam. Um. Anyway. We are going to move on to our regular segments for the show. Starting with... What we've been consuming. Om nom 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 nom. I know, I know, I know. I should actually just... I'm not even going to message the guy on YouTube. I'm just going to jack the file <laughs> and like take it and we'll use it and we'll figure sh shit out after the fact. But anyway, what we've been consuming. Mark, what have you been consuming? Um, I do have a lot actually, but uh, let me just try to narrow it down or give them quick like run-throughs. So on Netflix, you can catch um, Ip Man. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. It's one and two. I think mm -hmm. there are more. There's a third. Yeah. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically like um, a kung fu movie. You know, those like Bruce Lee type of movies. If you enjoy those, then I probably like that. Mm -hmm. It's a bit, it was made it's more, more modern. modern for sure. So this, there's also some story involved. The main character, I think it's based off a true story. The main character is the it's a Chinese martial artist and he actually is the teacher of Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. And um, what was his martial art? Wing Chun. Wing Chun. Which influenced Bruce Lee's, which was Jeet Kune, Jeet Do. Kune Do. So yeah, it's just a, a really fun Kung Fu movie with... Great know, action. Yeah, over-the-top action scenes, but also... So satisfying. So satisfying. <laughs> One and two is good. And it's, but his character is such a like, satisfying a good character. character. Like He's so chill. You can root for him. Mm-hmm. One is just like the it's the introduction and it's based more in his village. Um, it shows like you know the other martial artists to compete against him, and mm -hmm. then the the main villain is like the actual Japanese army that comes in during World War Two. I think they occupy and he his beats village. the Japanese army with kung fu. Ish, yeah, <laughs> ish. Which was my only point. I was like, they could just shoot them, yeah. but but anyway, yeah. it's not meant for that. Um, two is he actually. The second movie, he fights an um, um like an English, English boxer. boxer. Yeah. So it's more of that Western versus Eastern mm -hmm. um conflict. Yeah. And it's set in Hong Kong with the British yeah. when they occupied it. So both are really good. 
the third one I think it was also uh, he fought another master yeah but yeah. I think Mike Tyson is in the third one yeah I, but he's not like a he's main, not the main villain yeah, but the, he's there it's a good cameo the main villain is like another kung fu guy who yeah. like challenges the legitimacy of yeah. Iman I've never really been into those kung fu movies like I I don't remember really watching like Enter the Dragon stuff. Even like Jackie Chan Chinese movies. No, not so much. I've been like Rush Hour like you know, the it's mo- an American yeah, yeah. version. Yeah. But those, they have their own genre. It's like you know, like you when you were talking about spaghetti westerns. It's the same for Chinese mm-hmm. kung fu movies. It's like it has the same arc or the yeah. same DNA. So, but but those two are like I was like they actually are fun movies. Maybe I'll catch the, the other ones. Uh, like uh, you mean Ip Man. No, Ip Man and even the oh, ones like that are other, more legendary because mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people with, who know this genre would recommend even more than Ip Man. I think you would enjoy Jackie Chan's traditional movies because like, they're, uh, they're kind of comedies. Yeah. But still very high action. Not as refined, you know? The cinematography is very... Because it's it, shot like where? In Hong Kong and stuff, right? Uh, China? I'm not sure. Probably Hong Kong just because that's where I know it was more common to shoot kung fu movies mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna make a claim to know if where exactly it was shot but it was they're like 80s kung fu movies sure he's very young but uh, Drunken Master is like yeah I've heard that yeah, one yeah. like pretty freaking iconic so I mean I've just never gotten into the genre because I don't really like action movies that much mm-hmm. but these naman seem to have stories if you pick the right ones have you seen Kung Pao I was gonna mention <laughs> yeah. I was like, there were moments in Ip Man where it was like this is Kung Pao like you know the co- comedic yeah. kind of fighting and like over the top and I was just like formative movie in our years I, know. I think Kung Pao chosen one <laughs> what was the name of the villain in Kung Pao Betty <laughs> you may call me Betty <laughs> do, you, do you do you ever know if it was like a real movie that they dubbed over was it shot that way it was Oh, Gabos saying it was an actual movie that... They took clips from an actual Really? Movie. That's also pretty creative. I mean, you basically turned it into a whole new movie. What? But they... The space stuff, dude. Yeah, they... they no, they CGI'd some stuff in. Like, that cow. That cow's not from the actual movie. But, like, they, they chopped up the movie. They kind of inserted some people. used the real movie as, like, green screen. Oh, right. Like, there's that one with the guy with the boombox and everything. Also, because the main character is... I think he is a green screen, yeah, right? Yeah, Steve Oderkirk, who's yeah. also the director of Jimmy Neutron, Steve I think. Steve Oderkirk? Yeah, that's him, right? I don't know. When I saw it in Jimmy Neutron credits, I'm like, Whoa. wait a minute. <laughs> this looks familiar. And then I see, chosen one. And I was like, ah, that's Really? Why. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I could be wrong also. If you're Googling it right now, please let us know. Oh, uh, yeah. It's wrong. So, yeah. Could watch watch Kung Pao also. It's really just funny. Hilarious. Yes, Kung Pao is But you hilarious. have to be in a more Sabao mood to see Watch that. it with friends while drinking, you know. Yeah. Like, 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 put it on during a party or something. At least the first time. Then you start, like, maybe I can just watch it on my own. Yeah, and one of those just, like, I'm feeling Sabao tonight. Yeah. Um, other movies that I watched on Netflix also... Um, the Unicorn Store. Unicorn Store. I've seen the yeah. Uh, oh, that's Netflix again. It's yeah. It's um, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, the actress who plays her. Um, that's her first like directorial debut. Oh really? Yes, yes. Interesting. Um, I think it got like mediocre reviews, but I actually enjoyed it. It rem- reminds me of magical realism. Do you know that genre? Uh, where magic exists in the real world. Mm, it's it's cause like. 
there's the idea of fantasy. I I I got this like in my lit class. We yeah, read one yeah. story. Fantasy right? is in a completely like fictional world, right? Yeah. And this one is like magic just pops out in a very regular world and it feels natural. Natural. Like not, Harry Potter, right? No, not even. It's more fantasy. True, it's not in a real they, world. They juxtapose it against the normal way things mm-hmm. are. This one just like, oh yes, in this certain area, not the whole world, there's like a little pocket of magic and it functions almost within the real world without like upsetting it too much. Oh, uh, yeah, like Chronicle. Chronicle is the movie where those teenagers get superpowers, from but but they're just like shooting with their iPhones. Like it's basically that. It gets a that toes the line a bit more. Yeah, but it's more. I mean, it's more sci-fi. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it was. It's in our world where not. It's not public knowledge that there is magic and there's no other world that's being built. The world building mm, is just no, in the real world. I think it would be different because in that world, even if they don't know about it, they know it's not normal. Yeah. This one, this one is just like, oh yes, this is just a normal thing that happens in the world. Like no one, some people are surprised, but it's not like seen as a taboo or unnatural. It's okay. just like, I didn't know this existed. Okay. It's like if I had to discover a new genre of music, I was just like, oh, it's just there. I don't, okay, yeah, then it's, I'm, it's okay. A weird, I'm a little, it's a I'm a little confused on how Harry Potter is not that, but I guess we can maybe I, resolve know, this off mic and and bring up yeah. the conclusion next episode. It's, it's fair because I really struggled with it in lit class also. I know, but I remember this. I remember this uh, concept also. My lit prof was really adamant about like how it's not fantasy and whatever. But anyway, it's not really super like groundbreaking as like the directorial debut or the story, but. It was for me like an enjoyable movie, and um, she's like she's like a beautiful actress. Sam Jackson's also there, so it was like nice. Captain Marvel reunion in a whole different <clears throat> in a sense. So yep. if you have extra time and you you're running out of things to watch, you just give it a shot. I I still enjoyed it. Sure. Uh, What's the name again of the movie? Unicorn Store. Unicorn Store. Yeah. Okay. It's basically because there's a store that sells unicorns, and she's super in love with unicorns. Okay. <laughs> And um, it's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. But uh, just anyway, watch it. Um, another Netflix original that was good, The Highwaymen. Have you? Seen oh, that? I saw that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Right. Paints Kev- a, paints a very different picture of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Yes. So basically, yeah, Highwaymen is about the two like Texas Rangers who were um, given the job to like hunt down Bonnie and Clyde, and that's the story of how they did it. They were like retired. Texas Rangers, so they're like older guys, right? Mm-hmm. It was Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. That one's a very good movie. Like I, I really yeah, enjoyed I it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be slow because that time period normally has notoriously like the the period pieces from that do that era. It's like nineteen fifties, right? Yeah. Yeah. They normally get a bit slow. Yeah. But this one was just just right. Mm-hmm. There's enough action and like intrigue. And you'll learn more about Bonnie Clyde, like yes. you said. The it from because normally in Hollywood they're kind of glamorized as like the fuck it all we'll just like a Robin Hood esque yeah, and but like caution to the wind they seemed a lot more dark dark and violent <laughs> there which I think should be the yes. way people should be seeing yes. this when I when I read up on their because bi- I was really interested so I read up on their biographies I was like oh man like, yeah and like you'd think that Bonnie was the one who was like spearheading it she was right. It was, no, you thought it. W- I think you're thinking Clyde was the one, the no, guy, the male, no. right? D- yeah, the male is actually the real like gang leader. But she's like the charismatic one. She's uh, like the fire under his ass. Yeah. But he's like, 
he's like, like it's like a guy, Harley Quinn and one, Joker thing. Yeah, she's obviously the one that's still like louder and like trolling yes. everyone. But yes, it's still but Joker Joker's who's the main like, guy yes. with the plan. But okay. in my head, I thought that Bonnie was Joker. Oh, when before seeing Highwaymen. Yeah, I just didn't know enough, but you learn more, and it's just a good watch. Also, mm-hmm. um, what else? I watched Senna again. We mentioned it before. <laughs> it's just a good documentary. I think you know he. Well, he was just probably the the goat F one driver. Probably, not because of he didn't win the most championships, but it. Everyone agreed that he had the most pure racing mm-hmm. style, mm-hmm. and it just made me appreciate again the sport. And people nearly just died back then. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, now it really very rarely happens. The kind of crashes that they got into back then, you see it now, and people just walk out fine, which is so great. Engineering too has changed for cars. Yeah, to that's make why. It yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Even like in the past two years, they added this like ring or like a roll cage above the F1 driver's head so that if it flips over, it's it stops it from collapsing in on them. Yeah. So that has saved a few, in not even lives, like just injuries from happening. They just really just get out of the car and walk. It's mm-hmm. fine. Great. That's cool. I actually also recommend that movie if you haven't seen it, Senna. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah, but <laughs> there's just too much to cover. Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah, just pick and choose for this week. Yeah, uh, but those are my notable ones. Okay, uh, my notable ones for this week were well, Ventura, of course, by Anderson Pack, his newest album. Yes, it is so freaking. Mark Mark played it for me when we got to the beach, uh, day two. While washing dishes. Yeah, while washing dishes, got the dishes by quick though. Listening to that, I know. Um, <laughs> hey, I smelled each of those to make sure they did not smell like corned beef anymore. Super when we unrelated, yeah. When he was washing dishes, he would smell them after. I was yeah. like, this is not the test for dishes. For me, it? for me, it's like there's first there's feel and then there's smell. Yeah, feel and look. Yeah, feel look is first. Yeah. Look. So look, is there soap left, oil, whatever, feel, debris? And then smell. Dude, I and cannot stand when my dishes smell like the last thing that was eaten on them. And then, la- and then, then taste. taste. <laughs> 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 that was good. And then you just, if it doesn't pass the test, we just throw it away. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Smash it on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ventura, very good album. The first song with Andre 3000 already like can give you a... Um, Gets you excited. Yeah, man. Because if you kick off a, an album with that much heat, yeah, and you're, in for, you're in for a ride. Probably my favorite Andre 3000 feature. Um his others include like uh, Pink Matter on Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean's. Uh, he also did oh Frank Ocean's uh, solo reprise. Uh, I can't remember. Yes, but it's from Blonde. Yeah, he goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bas- basa. I'm not gonna reenact it. I can't. <laughs> Hello with Erica Badu. Hello with Erica Badu, and he has that group with Erica Badu. Actually, fuck, I should know this. Uh, Which one? They they have like a collective. But Soul Quarians? That might be it, yes. With Quest Love and stuff? Yes. That might yes, be it. You're right. But anyway, back to Ventura. Yeah. Uh top to bottom, I think it was really great. Yeah. There are a few songs which aren't like standouts, but it yeah. in a, in an album it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not trash by uh, any means. Yes. Not skippable, but it's just not the singles. Yeah, and you can account for your sensibilities about music to be exactly the same as the artist that you're listening to, right? Yeah. Like there are going to be some songs in an album you don't really feel. Yeah. But they got Nate Dogg. At the I know end, at the end. Right? Crazy. When I was looking at the list, I was like surprised. And um, 
I mean, it just came so quick after Oxnard, mm-hmm. which, you know, he got a bit of hate for from his fans because they didn't like it as much. It was too different. Mm-hmm. That's what they were saying, the criticism. Yes, yes, yes. And then he comes out with this, which is more like Malibu, yes. if you haven't heard it. But it's like taken to the next level. Mm-hmm. And he says it's the companion piece to Oxnard, which I think really does Makes work. Makes sense, yeah. One is more, you know... Um, Funk. Funk, dirtier, Dirt, grittier, yeah. and then here comes like the soul R and B classic R and B vibe. Uh, yeah. So I've been jamming to that for mm-hmm. the past yeah. few days. Almost since every March. day. Yeah. <laughs> no, every day for sure. I yeah. don't think I've missed a day yet. Um, after that, I also I don't count this really as consuming, but it was just I just wanted to talk about it. Um, I finally had a natural cipher happen, man. Like again. It's been a while since I've been at a party where people wanted to cipher. When was this? Last night in Miggy's oh. house. Um, I was over there for his birthday, Salubong. Oh, happy birthday, Miggy. Happy then. birthday, this is his birthday Miggy also G. today. Yeah, happy birthday, Miggy G of BSN and of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, that is you, the OG cipher crew. That is, bro. Where you got your, your start. It's where I actually started with Faisal, with Miggy, with Jai, uh, Junoy. And uh, Iago was there. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows Iago. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember his last name. But he was always the guy that everyone said, like, he was the first one of us to start rapping. Okay. Like, he was in our batch. He was the first guy. I'm not sure if I've met him. Yeah. He he was the one that Shah, Miguel Shah, would rap with, who got me to start rapping. So... <laughs> Uh yeah, shout out to those guys. It was really good, man. Some fucking fire bars came out last night, and from all cylinders, not just just not not, not just, just you. myself. <laughs> all right. uh, that, I don't know how to say that without that sounding cocky, but I mean, I had a few good ones. It wasn't perfect. And um, also, lastly, something I was consuming yesterday, which I just have to give love for, mango tree, in BGC. It's a Thai restaurant. I think it's across um, Cabecera. Yes, on like, 7th Street. Yeah. Dude, fucking A, that place is good. Like, it's first of all, the restaurant itself is beautiful. Uh-huh. And their food is, it's it's Thai. Like, it's the, your typical, like, fried fish crisps with, with ma- green mango, whatever. Also. Yeah, some chicken satay. Mm-hmm. But just done so well and they had this for me what stuck out was the most unique dish was a tapioca pork bun which is sago made like sticky rice and then there's pork inside and then you have a cilantro on the side to eat with it it's it's so good man Uh, i highly recommend anyone that's looking for a good thai restaurant to go to mango tree sponsor us what what's the (laughs) what's the price range looking like just so they know uh, I don't know. I think like if you're on a date, bring like what's a dish 2K, cost? I don't know, like four hundred bucks. Okay, yeah, you sure. Then uh, yeah, maybe one five to two. One five to two, depending how much you eat. Yeah, and the uh, portions are more generous on some dishes than others. So fair enough. Mango tree. Mango tree, baby. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that it for what we've been consuming? Yeah. Okay. Uh, good job. We got through that quite smoothly. Now we are going to transition into everybody's favorite sports section of this show, the sports <laughs> schmanter. <laughs> so... There's quite a bit to talk about in sports, Schmanter. Good freaking week for sports. Am I right? Yes. 
Uh, and um, I think we didn't cover, like last week, we didn't even cover like the retirements of Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki so damn. quick shout out for that. Quick, Some of the greatest yes. legends of the game. Agreed. We, you know, we'll miss them. Yes, uh, they were the guys who were dominating when we were growing up. Yeah, you know, basically the players that I know best. I mean, now sure. I'm learning about more, but these guys I always remember. Like these, mm-hmm. these were the dogs. When I thought, when I thought basketball, it. I thought Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Kobe, Kobe, Dirk, uh, the Celtics, <laughs> the Spurs, and their brand. The Sp- Tim Duncan, yeah. sure, yeah, all the, that that year of Spurs. So shout out, great careers, mm-hmm. and uh, weirdly connected careers between the two of them with those uh, Mavs heat rivalries yeah there were like, two finals and like a lot of shade was thrown between them over the years with some respect though <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah? Uh, so quick shout out for yes. that yes thank you for your careers and awesome last games also for you guys uh, sticking to the topic of the NBA the playoffs have begun yep they've been going underway since the weekend mm-hmm. good game so far yeah some series have hit two games already Yep. Uh, I think some, actually, I think all have hit two games already. No, I don't know if the Bucks ones probably oh, tomorrow. Oh, you're right. You're right. So, um, some of the quick highlights that we wanted to point out: Klaus' team, the Clippers, Yee. did a historic yes. comeback against our least favorite team, <laughs> the, the Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Yes. Oh man, we watched Game One in the beach, and it was rough yeah. because every time it looked like we were getting close. Kevin Durant like just dunks on everyone, and then for game two, which happened yesterday, mm-hmm. the opposite happened. The Clippers, you know, kept their shit together, dug in their heels, and came back and you know fucked the Warriors. Yeah, it was uh, at halftime. It was thirty-one points. No, twenty-three. Oh, twenty-three. But somewhere in the third, thirty-one it was the biggest. Thirty-one, yeah, and we were still able to pull it off. Uh, Kevin Durant got ejected, but you know it was pretty late in the game. Yeah, when he it was like fourth quarter. Yeah, and Patrick Beverly was also fouled yeah. out. Yeah, not ejected, fouled out. Yeah, but good got got uh got in his head too. Yeah, and uh, Landry Shamit hit a big shot at I the know. end. Uh, and a good pass from Shy. Yeah. They're two rookies two of rookies, the Clippers. Yes, so proud it. of them. So so proud of them. Good composure. Mm-hmm. And good leadership too. Uh, From the bench. Yeah, and you didn't see like Lou Williams trying to just shoot every shot. You know, he was. Well, if you watch the game, yeah, he really did. Just he had ten, I think, in the half, mm-hmm. and ended with thirty six. So it mm-hmm. just shows he took that second half with with twelve assists too, or eleven, 11. assists. Montrezl Harrell had double double and brought the energy. Yep, he had a lot of he had a lot of crucial dunks too. You know, like he does. Uh, I, I honestly, when I think of the Clippers, I think of Montrezl Harrell. Really and, and Lou Williams, yeah, them too. Yeah, and they both come off the bench, which is, mm-hmm. which is how they, I don't know, um, their character is. They're not gonna like blow you out from the get go, mm-hmm. but they'll stick in there. Yeah, but watch like, out for those. Yeah. Watch out, like we won't, don't sleep. Yeah, you know. So that was good. Um, the um, unfortunate news was also in the game. Boogie got injured yeah, in the first uh, quarter. Yeah, within the first uh, three minutes, I think. Yeah. He tore his quad. Yeah. I mean, we don't like the Warriors, but... You don't wish that. Yeah, you don't wish on that on anyone. any player. And I I, spe- I like Boogie Cousins. And for him, he's been trying so hard to get into the playoffs. It mm-hmm. was his second game ever in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he was playing okay. He was working hard. First game, he did pretty well. Non-contact, too. Yeah, he was just running after a ball. Really sad. Unfortunate. Really sad because um, I think he gets a bad rap 
just because he's a really uh, emotional person. Yeah, but he's hard to, you know, he's he, not the most um like level-headed player. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets out of hand, but he plays hard and he's a good player. And I always liked his character, even if it's not like an ideal character. I yeah. just, <laughs> I just like his character. Yeah. You have those tendencies. Yeah, You're John Jones fan. Yeah, he um, no, and the best part, no, my the thing that really put him over the top for me was uh, when his teammates started getting younger on the Kings or uh, in the Warriors, I think, or something. He his he, his teammates were listening to a lot of trap music, and they were giving him shit for listening to like Barbra Streisand and uh, uh, Carol King, and <laughs> and he was like, yo. I can't listen to Gucci Gang for for five hours straight. Like I gotta have some diversity in my music. I was like, yo, I mm-hmm. love this guy. So, so yeah, dude, prayers up, prayers up. Hope, Hope he gets better quick, quick recovery, and that he comes back, you know, better. True. Because I want his career to flourish or yeah. continue. I mean, you know? he's on a one-year contract, so he's a free agent, exactly. which is it's hard. Even more unfortunate. He'll have to do another, maybe another year of taking a chance with another team or the Warriors. Or take Lope on the Warriors. Yeah, which, which what is he's doing now. Which is not a bad yeah. idea. You know, he's doing that now. Yeah. Yeah, so he might have to do it one more year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else on the NBA playoffs? Um, On our notes, it says... The, the Thunder, Thunder struggle. They just lost again today. I know. Um, Paul George doesn't look okay. Yeah, it's it looks like an injury that they're just trying to play through, but it's going to be hard for them. Yeah, and they have no shooting. Westbrook is not has had a horrible yeah, shooting he's struggling. year. struggling. I mean, these are the limitations of the Thunder, mm-hmm. and it just shows up in the playoffs because teams can kind of key in on that. Yeah, the Blazers are, are playing, playing better than so expected because well. they did lose Nurkic. Mm-hmm. So Enes Kanter stepped up in Game One, and their two <laughs> guards are just playing the way they were designed to do. Shout out to Enes Kanter. Everyone was counting him out coming into the playoffs. They were like, "You can't play this guy. You can't play this guy." And look at him now. <laughs> So, I'm happy for the Blazers, too. I don't think they'll go far. I mean, after this yeah. series, it might be the end for them. But Especially if they run into, like... But Dame Lillard and CJ are good people. Mm-hmm. CJ McCollum, the podcast. second... Yeah, he has a podcast. So, that's also very good. I learned, like, his personality is very, like, um, like thoughtful. Very good person. So, uh, what else? It says here... Kyle Lowry in the second game of their series. Finally. Raptors against Magic. Magic. He yeah. showed up, had a pretty good game, 22 points and some something like seven or more assists. Yeah, after coming off of a zero-point zero game, which was like zero for nine or something. Yeah, zero for seven, which isn't even a lot of shots. He might have just decided to play the game a bit differently because he didn't even lose by a lot. Yeah, but I think maybe he got in his own head too. Probably. Then he, got, he just didn't want to take shots anymore. Yeah. But one thing that I did want to like kind of just point out when like those social media accounts who show like this NBA news and stuff presented this and they said like look at the difference between game one and two they did kind of leave out the fact that in game one he had like nine assists so I just wanted like maybe try to make it a bit more fair when you (laughs) pointed out because like they said look at this game zero points versus now 22 and seven it should have been at least zero and nine, and then twenty-two and seven. You know, mm-hmm. just give give people the complete picture instead of making it so more like, sensationalized. Which I get it gets it's, more views, it sells, but, bro. But like for Kyle Lowry's sake, come on, <laughs> give him some credit when yeah. it's due. And I think they were home too, right? Yeah, yeah, they were both home games. Yeah, so I mean, like, 
why do that? <laughs> no, no, I mean the accounts. It's the accounts online. Oh stuff, yeah, yeah, okay. I thought it was the the pre. No. Um. So transitioning out of the NBA playoffs, we don't really have much to say about the other series. Uh, they're just okay. They've been going yeah according to plan. Yeah. Uh, Tiger. If you watch golf or yeah. you just know Tiger Woods, of course. Yeah. He if yeah. You don't know, if you don't know him for golf, you know him for something else. <laughs> <laughs> so he won the twenty nineteen Masters majors major championship in golf, one of the four major championships you can mm-hmm. win throughout the year. And well it's just a great feat. He's like forty three, oh getting old. Yeah. Used to be the goat still I mean like fell off a little bit. He had some like personal problems too. And um I think the last major championship he won was in 2008. The last Masters he won was in 2005. Yeah. So if you think about it like that, well, come back. It's a comeback he's, story. He definitely has seen some adversity <laughs> since that last championship. Yeah. He still is. In, in case you guys are wondering, we're drinking some wine right now. So if you hear clanking and swallowing. <laughs> and if you're drinking, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Clink, clink. Uh, so yeah, we just wanted to give. Uh, <laughs> that sounded weird, man. It sounds like I'm inside the glass. But anyway, um, wanted to give Tiger a shout out. Nice redemption story. Uh, it just seems like he's. I mean, having getting fun. an age, but like also at the same time maturing to where he's just like you said, having he, fun. He's finally like it's nice to see athletes enjoy the game they're playing. Yeah, you know, it's inspiring. What's up? I think the real goat though is Shooter McGavin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I thought I thought hey, it was I thought hey, it was Happy Gilmore. It's Happy Gilmore. Hey Shooter, you forgot your nine iron. <laughs> <laughs> you eat shits like you for breakfast. You eat shit for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter McGavin. That, yeah, that's that a, guy's a dick. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Classic Adam Sandler. I grew up. I feel like most of my, most of my personality is put to put Adam Sandler and SpongeBob at blame. <laughs> I can see a little bit of that. Adam Sandler, like he starts the movie like immature, gets kind of like in the problems, and then grows up. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of like you, like the beach first day, <laughs> immature. They tell him it's not you're not gonna be able uh, to do this. Redeems himself, you know. It's all good, dude. Yep. I'm just I'm <laughs> just trying to be your entertainment, man. Yeah. Whether it's on purpose or not, <laughs> dude. Every time I accidentally do something that people find entertaining, just he just, just own it. it. Again. <laughs> just own it. Just own it. Because I ripped my pants. If you get it, then you get it. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's it. All, that's that's all I, I have didn't to know. Say. I didn't know how I watched highlights, but not much yeah. of how it happened. I do enjoy golf, but yes, yeah, it's nice to see Tiger come back because mm-hmm. he's been getting closer and closer by the past yep. few years. Yep, he played really well last year. So yeah, all like almost won something already, like <laughs> last year. Majors out. He's, he has some tournament wins, I think. I think you can see the level to which we are informed about professional golf. No, but he's not my favorite player. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really watch that yeah. much golf. My favorite players are always lefties. Because <laughs> I'm left-handed. It's Phil Mickelson. What? Which is like you're his... telling me you like lefties because you're left-handed? Weird. There's like a weird, yeah, there's a weird affinity. Even if yeah. there are people like like for tennis, which yeah. I play, like Roger Federer is like the consensus goat. I'm like, Nadal because he's left-handed. Yeah. That's ah. like me with people born in January. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not the same thing. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, one last piece of 
sports news for the week. The UFC had seen itself a pretty damn good card this weekend. Yep, UFC 236 happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, the co-main and main events both Bangers. lived up, yeah, lived up to the Bangers. expectations. So uh, let's talk about the co-main event first. I think that was one of the best title fights in the UFC that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the the matchup was Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. Cool yes. nickname. Cool, cool nickname, ass nickname. moniker. And he pulls it off. Yep. He went up against... Calvin Gastelum. Who is just a UFC vet at this point won, and won, still high level. Won the ultimate fighter yeah. against Uriah Hall. And he's always up there in the contend. Like contention for championships, mm-hmm. so they w- fought for the interim middleweight, middleweight, middleweight championship, championship which is held by Robert Whitaker, mm-hmm. who's just injured right yeah, now. Yeah, he 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 got he had an hernia or something. Oh yeah, hernia. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can find like highlights, it was just a war. Honestly, if you can find the full match, watch it. Yeah. Like take the time because you will appreciate high level martial arts. We won't um, judge you for the legality of your <laughs> methods. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have proven to be quite flexible <laughs> in our morals regarding. No, I don't know. I can't say if you with, got it legally. With music, you... with music, I think I would have to take a stand. Like, yeah, it's, get as, Spotify. As or musicians something. ourselves, we yeah. see where just a little bit helps. Yeah, and, and like uh, movies, we try as much as we can to Netflix. Yeah, uh, my my dad buys they, Blu-rays. They've made it easier. Also, so less excuses yeah. for you to still be doing. Yeah, but the um, UFC, whatever you're doing, you know, the UFC. <laughs> it's pay per view. It's a little expensive. Yeah. It's Dana not sh- White. Dana White's kind of a scumbag. It's not showing up on um, <laughs> the same TV channels as it was yeah. before on in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So whatever, whatever you gotta do, if it's on YouTube or whatever, uh, check it out. It's a great fight. Uh, if you can too, check out Adesanya's fight against Anderson Silva. That's that on looks, YouTube as a free fight. That looks like a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that one you can see the whole thing yeah. already. It's it's better fight choreography than Creed. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, this one it was a back and forth for the first four rounds. Mm-hmm. In the fifth round, Adesanya, Adesanya showed his away. like his his technique and um, his willingness to championship mentality. What Joe Rogan was like, uh, what do you call this? Like rise to the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. For the main event, it was a uh, Max Holloway Max versus Holloway Dustin Poirier. Two, their two. second fight, yes. but their first fight at lightweight. Also for the interim championship, because Khabib Nurmagomedov. Nurga. That's correct, right? Nurmagomedov. No, wait, wait, wait. Nurmagomedov. Oh, Nurmagomedov. Yeah. He is like suspended, for yes, the Yes, but he is the current incident. undisputed champion. Well, it's disputed now because there's an interim. No, but I mean like current anyway, world champion. Yeah. Current world champion. So they fought for the interim. Max Holloway is the current UFC featherweight champion. So he moved up in weight class for this fight. Mm-hmm. Dustin Poirier is just like one of the top. Former you, featherweight yeah. gone lightweight. And he's always been, again, like just a high-level fighter. Mm-hmm. Moving up to lightweight kind of gave him... It was better for his fighting. Yeah. Like his performance. So... Well, the result is, if you didn't know, spoiler alert. <laughs> Poirier took Poirier it away. Won. Yeah. And like in dominant fashion. Dominant without... I mean, Max Holloway showed this class. But yes. the reason I think most people pointed out was it just showed that he wasn't meant for this weight class. Pe- people were kind of... Like the analysts were saying Max Holloway would be more efficient at lightweight, which is 155 pounds versus his normal 145. But it just showed that Dustin Boyer was like a bigger 
size than him at that at that weight class and it translated to like extra power um his his like shots were just more effective yeah it was it was hard to watch i like max me too uh and you know it he didn't look any worse than he ever has and he didn't yeah he still fought he, he had ju- his moments just poirier just didn't get tired from his shots you know usually yeah, Max Holloway's style is the like volume strike. And wear so, you down. Yeah, at, at at featherweight, those strikes are, have enough power to like really just pull like put you out towards the latter rounds. And mm-hmm. his cardio is so good. At this one, he was still hitting his his volume. I think he had more strikes than Poirier, but they just didn't hurt as much. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to the winners, the new interim uh, title holders. I. I like Adesanya because he reminds me of Anderson and Anderson is my favorite. True. And but he has to go up against um uh, Whitaker. Whitaker who is a beast too. Who has some some grappling which might be yep. problematic. Which which but Gasolum is known for his But he didn't try it as much anyway. Yeah, but I mean like he got stuffed when he did. A few times, yeah. yeah. Which was surprising. But well, anyway, Moving on from that, just uh, really quickly, we wanted to mention a thinking block topic. Not well, really. Are you gonna are you gonna segue out with your huh? <laughs> with your sound effect? Oh yeah. Uh, so that is the end of a uh, sports schmanter. Past the point of no return. Sorry, I really love that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for the thinking block. We don't really have any like, uh, like major topics yes. to cover just yet. If you do have any, please send us because sometimes I'm trying to research for something you know very interesting, very debatable to cover here, but nothing's been popping out as much. Yeah, and I guess also because um, I don't know, it, there, there is a level of research that has to go into yes. what we talk about. We want it to be substantial. Yep. There, there's a lot of like, you know, there's current events that happen every day, mm-hmm. but it blo- if it blows over in a day or two, then there's not much for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, For this one, yeah, so we're just kind of like what going off the top of our head for this one, for our current experiences. So I think we were talking about this early before we started recording how... um. Like we said, we came back from the beach with our friends, very close friends for Sab's birthday. That was for Sab's birthday. So belated happy birthday from the podcast. (laughs) Um, That beach trip was just so much fun. We were there. Cloud was there Friday morning all the way. We left Sunday. Um, Me and some other friends, most of us got there Friday night after work. And, you know, it's just that bonding experience you have with your friends um, the ones that really create like the memories, the stupid yes, <laughs> but some dumb, yeah, some people like, to get dumb with. Yeah, some like you know the ones that really build friendships, and it was also a good break. I think we just wanted to like really articulate how something as simple as going to the beach with friends, which you know so, a lot of people do, um, you you can take it for granted like what it really does for you as a person and does for your like for your your friendships and your relationships with other people right mm-hmm. would you say so Clau? i agree um the thing about the thing i like about these beach trips is you're not exactly going to rest you know like <laughs> for sure it's not a vacation with your fam where you're basically asleep either eating sleeping or or yeah. like in the 
pool, you know, there's drinking involved, a lot of talking, a lot of, sometimes you talk about like deep stuff, sometimes you talk about stupid stuff. Um, but the drinking and the moving around and the dancing, it does make you very tired, right? Like physically. But somehow you come out of these trips just feeling this, for lack Refreshed. of... Refreshed. And, and like your heart is full. Yes. I know how fucking corny that sounds, right? But it's true, right? That's really how you feel after a beach trip with, with good, well, good friends. Well, that's not limited to a beach trip, but just like a... An, an out of ex- town. Yeah, an out, out of, of town, town trip. It has to be out of town. Yeah, Maybe not we were, a beach trip. But I think like, we were talking, uh, like, we hang out with our friends. I mean, we're hanging out right now. Again, mm-hmm. it's only been a few days. Mm-hmm. And we're going to a friend's, like, party later, which is just around the corner. And you talk to the people. You still engage with them. But it's different when you're, yeah, isolated in a more, like, an environment where it's just you and your friends. You don't have to deal with anything else. And sharing a home, you know, with them. True. So, like, cleaning up after your own mess, uh, washing dishes, cooking food. All well, of that, doing yeah. all of that together is builds builds. It's like experiences, yeah. You, that you you have um. You share with other people. I think before we said like it's easier to understand people and relate to people when you really have those shared experiences, and you really have to like take time and go out of your way to have those. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy for you to just say, "Oh no, I see my friends every every week, weekend, talk to them, have like phone we call have, chat, Facebook chat, yeah," but. It's different from building an actual, like, deeper experience. Like you said, you're doing more than just the fun stuff, the highlights. You're doing everything that goes with mm-hmm. just being there with them. Sometimes so, you just sit with them. To that point, um, I was gonna, br- I was gonna say, it's small moments that you get to share with them. It's not just uh, the big, the ones, big yeah. things that you remember. I mean, you, you do recall the big moments, but these small moments while making jokes while you're cooking uh washing dishes while listening to a new album yeah uh joking around before bed you know like even <laughs> if you're just lying down <clears throat> and then some excuse me cloud china sleep in, <laughs> in, in the bed that was not meant for him so so apparently <laughs> i don't remember this but apparently um on night 1 when it was time to go to bed uh mark gabo and i shared a room and unfortunately the a bed, bed was you know, better for two than for yes, three. Than for three. Could have fit three, but fit let's three, just but say not comfortably. Yeah. And Gabo has a dislocated shoulder. Yes. So, we're not gonna risk it. Yeah. And um original plan. The, the original plan was that I was going to sleep on the bed beside I didn't Gabo. know this. No, 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 no it's <laughs> not no, but the thing yeah, is, no, I, was the thing last is anyway. I should have, I because I was the one saying already, like before the beach trip, like, dude, I'll sleep on the floor, like straight up. And then um, just so happens apparently yeah. I was so drunk on the first night trying to get into bed with the two of them and they were like no dude like get, no, yeah. like I was stay like stay on the ground and I was like what no <laughs> Gabal was already like in his side of the bed and then Cloud was like walking by my side of the bed and kind of like you know inching <laughs> his way kind of climbing up on it slowly oh, and I was kind man. of just like we, I know what you're doing you're not gonna get up and he was like uh like you know it's the one where he's like plays a little coy and then I was like I hey think g- just I, get on the ground I think now that I'm thinking back <laughs> to it I was just trying to sleep on the foot of the bed yeah you were kind of just like trying to sneak on the okay. edge like come on just I give me a little to, space I wanted to sleep on the foot because the floor was so bad and there was no blanket and then eventually I just slept with no blanket yeah in fairness to Cloud you know 
Now, the advantage of him being so out of it was just um, yeah. it was easier to convince him of doing things that I wouldn't have done. No, and okay, can I just say <laughs> low um, maintenance? I'm just saying. Okay, we're I'm gonna we're, we're gonna wrap this up with with going back to the point about the importance of trying to spend quality time with your friends when you are out of town. But I'm gonna say on that first night, I may have been very loud, but. Y'all motherfuckers were egging me on. If not specifically you two, dude, Javi, Bonoan, and like a bunch of like Binky, a bunch of the girls were... F- no, yeah, we rode with you. Like, we rode. Angelo was messing with me, dude. Like yeah, like he was like... He, like if I was a flame, he was... A gasoline? Ga- holding gasoline and just watching it explode. Yeah. And then... Sab was so mad at me the next day. I felt so bad. And I thought back like only when we were on the way home. I was like, but wait, that wasn't 100% my own. I'm going to keep yelling all of this shit. Because one time, I think uh, one of the guys asked me like, what are you doing over there by the edge? I was like, oh, uh, I just like to yell. And then he joined me. So He joined me. So we were both yelling over the edge for like a minute. You're just the <laughs> you're just the easy scapegoat and at the, this point. And the yeah, cause I'm down. Yeah. And the next morning, um, while while they like sat me down and were like, dude, you know, you're very loud last night, and um, the the homeowner association was very like upset, and they threatened to kick us out. And I was like, okay, okay, like I get it already. And they kept piling it on. That, that's Sab's thing. When she's getting mad at you, like she'll keep going <laughs> until luck, you, until you have no more <laughs> spirit left. And I was I just took it, man, because you know I was I wasn't supposed to be making that much noise. And You're partly at fault, just so you just like, take it. Part, I was mostly at fault. Well, but I was trying to give you that your your, know, your credit. I know, but I mean, like, I'm not gonna give. I'm gonna not take too much away from myself. Sure, because I I know what I did. Okay, and uh, when I was walking away, apparently my shorts were backwards. No, I saw that you walked to us and your shorts yeah. were backwards. I was just like, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a good look for the person who's just trying to defend himself. I wasn't even trying to defend myself. I was really just like, damn, I did that. My bad. Like, sure. But anyway, um, going back, fun times. And you see memories like that, small moments like that. Those are things that you can share with your friends, like whether they were good or bad, you know, like those are just things you're going to remember and remember that you came out as friends. Yeah. And, also to build on it I don't want to make it seem like you have to again it would be nice if you can have those nice experiences go out of town go out of the country with your friends but at the same time if you're not privileged to do so you can find ways of hanging out with each other in a more um, like next level type of way Uh, I guess a good example is like me and Cloud with our podcast and our music yeah we're doing things that you know we're still hanging out but we're sometimes we play video games which is simple enough but now like we have um deeper yeah deeper conversations deeper experiences because we go through like going to gigs um getting feedback from other friends about our podcast so it's something we share uh with each other that you know builds a bond that you know it's unique to our friendship our relationship and then we bring it to other people so if you can't go out of town you can find ways just try to do things with friends on mm, be more mindful again you're always prom- say, promoting like the mindfulness of the, what what this situation this experience really yeah. holds i was gonna say i think our final our the gist of what we're trying to say is uh be mindful of the moments that you're spending with your friends because uh those are the things that count and those are the things that make you friends yeah you know things change also you know people change yeah and it's nice to 
know what those moments meant for you and that person also because it doesn't you know if you grow apart it doesn't mean that this thing wasn't worth something that was also special it's true and it's nice to hold on to those things yeah and uh it it makes it easier to reconnect to uh yep so with that being said we are gonna wrap up this episode i think are we under an hour just slightly pretty good yeah good job uh we said we were gonna cut it short this is about as short as we can cut it right yeah now. we we blabbed a little bit <laughs> yeah but i but hope you enjoyed yes and i think we got some good stuff out of the uh thinking block portion i think yeah. that that's actual stuff that i want people to yeah. think about we did say we just wanted to like articulate what that experience meant and hopefully it resonates with someone out there listening and like you see with your friends you're like that's what my friends are to me also that would be a great mm-hmm. um response to the to whatever we said i agree uh so that being said thank you very much for listening to no one's homies episode eight this was clow this was mark and for good boy sean thank you very much and peace out peace